Jesus I want. They say, my Jesus, someday. Oh, join me now. Well, I am under the rock. Amen. The rock that is higher than us. Amen. Jehovah, hide me. I am under the rock. Oh, tell my enemies. Tell them. Amen. That I am under the rock. Jehovah. Jehovah, I am under the rock. The rock that is higher than I. Well, Jehovah, I am under the rock. Go tell my enemies. Tell them that I am under the rock. Jehovah, I speak. I am under the road. Will Jesus name so sweet? Say to your mouth. Will Jesus name so sweet? Oh yes, Jesus name so sweet. Come on, say it one more time. Will Jesus name so sweet? Every rock, amen. Every rock, Jesus, Jesus, hallelujah. Every rock, we rock upon Jesus, Jesus, amen. Every rock, we rock upon Jesus, Jesus, so sweet. I put my mind me. And I won't turn back Oh, because I want to see my Jesus someday Oh, I put my mind And I won't Oh, I want to see my Jesus someday Sing this with me now Yes, I want to see him Look upon his face. Sing it as a confession. There sing forever. Oh, his saving grace. On the streets of glory. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, I want to lift my voice. Well, cares all pass. Oh, my last. Ever too. Oh, sing that one more time. Oh, yes, yes, I want to see. Look upon. One of these days, I'll look upon his face. There will sing forever, forever. Oh, his saving grace. On the streets of glory. Let me leave my foes. All my cares are past. Oh, my life came in ever to rejoice. Oh, I put my mind made up. Oh, I want, I want. This is my testimony this morning. Oh, I want to see. I'm gonna say. Oh, come on, sing it with me tonight. Oh, I put my mind made up. Oh, yes. Because I want 
to see my Jesus. Okay, join me now to sing this. Oh, now fire, 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 fall on me. Oh, this morning is my prayer. The fire of the Holy Ghost fall on our hearts this morning. Amen. As on the day. Hallelujah. As on the day. As on the day. A Pentecost fire. Oh, the fire of the Holy Ghost. There is full fire. Full fire, fire, fire. Fire on me. Oh, yes, Lord. Fire. Fire, fire, as on the day. Yes, as on the day. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, sing one more time. Amen. Fire, fire, fire. As on the day, amen, fire, oh, as on the day, oh, fire, amen, as on the day, come on, go ahead to dance and grab your hands and worship him this morning, tell him thank you, Jesus, let the fire of the Holy Ghost fall on me this morning. On the day, as on the day, and the cross, fire, follow me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, do you love the Lord this morning? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I stand in awe within the presence of the Lord. In whom the wisdom of the ages lies. For whom the raging of the sea subsides hallelujah the living sacrifice the only source of life tell him my hope is in the Lord if you can join me now from this time on mm. And evermore, oh, my hope is in the Lord forevermore. Oh, my hope, lift up your hands and sing it. Is in the Lord. Close everything outside of your heart now. Amen. From this time on and forevermore and evermore, oh, my hope 
while you have your hands lifted up to him now forevermore tell him one more time my hope is in the Lord come on church oh from this time on oh nevermore oh my hope is in the Lord forevermore oh Jesus our hope is in you this morning Lord Jesus, we do not hope in what we have or what we can attain. We do not hope in our plans, Lord Jesus. In our thoughts, in our ways. Our hope is in you this morning. We are relying on you, O God. And Father Lord, we ask that we shall find you this morning. As you speak to us, O God. And even myself and my brother Lord we take ourselves out of the way nothing good that we can say but if you would just come and anoint us you surely can speak to these people Lord. these are your people father that you have chosen and you have loved and you have called and father they are precious in your sight and I understand that father and Lord I yield myself to you now I ask that if there be anything that you want them to hear, Lord, that you'll make me say it. And Lord, if I have something to say of myself, Lord, make me silent. And I pray that you will speak this morning. That each heart will go out of this place this morning. Saying, did not our hearts burn within us? as he spoke to us Lord we completely yield ourselves to you that your Holy Spirit may come and take over now in Jesus name Amen God bless you I'd like to greet each of you in the name of Jesus Christ. It's a blessing to have you and to be in the presence of God together. All the visitors coming here for the first time. I want to say you are welcome. How about you are no longer a visitor? How about now you are you are almost one of us. And if you want to know why I said almost, I will explain later. <laughs> Amen. But the, the, the word there is one of us. My brother here, God bless you. Charles, I'm happy to see you. God bless you. And now, may we open our Bibles. We are going to, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10. We are reading out of uh, that verse 35. This is like a continuation of the, what we have been talking about, but uh, I will title it different. 
kuno ninge yeyongira kumutoge tubade togera kuwabula ngenda chito lwalero mungiri enjaulo ah uh, because i've been speaking on the power of revelation kubanga mbadde njogera kumanya gali mukubikulirwa but today i'll title it different under the same inspiration. Several are not with us this morning. <coughs> uh, but I heard from Sister Rose this morning and she said they had taken a trip. And they were not able to make it back. But I think they will be streaming the service and they will be So um, verses 35. Cast not away therefore your confidence which, which has great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while and, and, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith but if any man draw back my soul shall not have my my soul shall have no pleasure in him but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition but of them that believe to the saving of the soul abebulania esuleye 10 okutanika kunyolwa 3 mwetano kale temusulanga bugumu bwamwe obulike mpere nene kubanga mweta gokugumikiriza bwemulimala okukola katonda byayagala mulioke muwebwe ekyasubizibwa kubanga wachasigaddeyo akasera katono nnyo ajja alituka sotalirwa na ye omutukirivu wange aliba mulamu lwakukiriza era bwaddayo ennyuma emmeme yange temusanyukira na yefe tetuli bakudda nyuma amen mukuzikirira na yetuli bakukiriza oluoku oluoku kola obulamu olukolokolo obulamu praise lord amen may be seated um i'm requesting that you as usual you give me your undivided attention and avoid moving out as much as you can if you really must go out this is the moment and then you come back and we hear this together. Mbasabano obwegendereza bambi museyo nnyomoyo boba wa kufuruma furuma mukati oleme kutambula tambulanga tutandisa. Praise the Lord. So we've been talking on the power of revelation. Tubadde tuogera kumanyi agali mukubikwa. And we spoke about a revelation as being faith. Revelation um, uh, is uh, the uh, faith, we can say that faith is the revelation of the will of God. Faith is not just something you build up and then like uh, you go in a, in a, in a in a, one of those houses, how, how are they called? Gym. In a gym and you begin you know, to lift weights. And then you begin saying, I have faith. No, faith is the ability to know the will of God. On every subject on earth, regarding any matter in your life regarding your school regarding your job 
regarding your marriage, regarding your home, regarding, I mean, like everything. Now, of course, I'm speaking to believers. You see, that's why without faith, the Bible says it is impossible to please God. Because if you have no faith, you cannot know the will of God for your life. You will just do things presumptuously. When you don't know for sure what God in, 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 um, requires for you to do. And so faith is an ingredient which every Christian should have. In order to please God. Down even to what we dress. You know how we walk. Like even the little thing. You see you can do something little and then displeases God. I've heard people say that God doesn't care you know about what we do about what we eat about how we dress uh, and you know when we preach that we are preaching legalism you see they are, they are right on the basis that God doesn't require faith but if God requires faith indeed then faith is is the knowledge of what God wants you to do. It may not even sometimes be written in the Holy Bible. You see, but because you are a, a, a child of God with the Holy, with, with the Holy Spirit in you, you know, you will, you will, you will receive faith and then you will know what exactly God wants you to do in that situation. That is faith. Now, we have also seen how to receive faith. You don't receive faith by reading a book or you know, on how to receive faith. You don't receive faith on, by hearing an inspirational speaker. The Bible says faith comes by hearing the word. And so this is the reason why Christians go to attend fellowship. The reason we attend fellowship every time is because we want to receive faith. We want to have faith for our strength. We want to have strength to know exactly what to do in every situation. You know, sometimes when you are down and you 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 know you're downcast, you are depressed. Many people will do many things to calm down their nerves. But you see, for the children of God, they must have faith. Because if you have faith in your laws, those moments, God will reveal to you what it is that you need to do in order to receive strength out of your trials. And so here in the book of Hebrews, he now comes at us again and he says, cast not away your confidence. 
which has great recompense of reward. Your confidence. But then he goes ahead to explain where is our confidence. Our confidence is not in money. In having a lot of money. Or having a lot of women. Or having even a good family. Or having a good church or a good pastor. Our confidence is not in the things that pass away. Our confidence goes ahead to explain where it is. He says this confidence it has great recompense of reward. Hallelujah. The Bible says also they that come to God must know that he is and is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So what is the great recompense of reward? Is if you receive and attain faith. If you attain revelation of the will of God and then you seek him by that revelation. I said there is a reward. For ye have need of patience that after you have done the will of God you now might receive the promise. There are many promises in the Bible. And here I'm here this morning speaking to you how to attain your promises. This is how you attain your promises. After you have done the will of God. After you have received revelation. Yet a little while, the Bible says, Jesus will not tarry. By the way, lest we forget, Jesus is coming back again soon. I wish you can tell your neighbor that. Jesus is coming back again soon. Jesus is coming back again soon. How many believe that say amen? Now, the just shall live by faith. But if any man, before he goes there, he says the just, the justified. What is justification? Justification is when you have sinned. Sinned. But, when you, you receive a revelation by faith you come before the Lord and say forgive my sin he says oh I take your sins now and I, throw, I take them away from you and I take them into the sea of forgetfulness I don't remember any one of them before me you are justified before me you are pure before me you are holy before me you are royal priesthood before God we are justified we are not justified because a preacher said so. We are not justified because we felt that we were justified. Even when you feel like a sinner, as long as you have repented before God, the Bible says you are justified. God doesn't remember what you did. It is eternally forgiven. God does not remember it no more. And then he says, 
says Gamba. we are justified by faith. That is how we are justified. So in other words, even to be justified, you need to have that revelation that I am justified before God. And then you have boldness before God. That is our confidence. That is the confidence with which we come before God. God it is revealed to me. I am forgiven. I am eternally forgiven. I am a son of God. I am born again. What is that? Justification. Praise the name of the Lord. Follow me here now. Verses 38. Now, the just shall live by faith. Praise the name of the Lord. The just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, everybody read with me. My soul uh -huh. shall have no pleasure in him. If you've been justified by faith. But then he says, if any man draw back, my soul shall not have pleasure. But we are not of them who draw back. Hallelujah! Amen. See friends, I was reading in the book of Genesis. You know, I read the Bible before, but I want to read it all through again. And I'd like to challenge you to do the same. And see, I saw something that I had never seen before. Whenever you go to read through the Bible, you see something new. I noticed that there was Cain and Abel. Of course, we here in this church know that Cain was serpent seed. And we know that Abel Abel, who was later replaced with Seth, was the seed of God. And Cain killed Abel. We know why I've already shared on that. In this subject, actually. And so now we notice here, in Revelation 5, the Bible begins to give the generations of Cain. Yeah, Brother Sam, you're right here. We're talking about that the other day. The generations of Cain and we, we found out in the scripture that the first two, three uh, children after Cain there was like a kind of a fear of God even the names you can see that from the names he gave them does anyone know the son of Cain what was the name of the son of Cain Enoch Enoch Oh. Yes. Yeah. And then when you go on down, you find all the sons after them. They had E-L on them. On their names. That means L really is a word for God. Nathanael. You see, that, that, that implies God there, right Bethel. Bethel. That means the house of God is bread. So El is God. So they had a fear of God. They recognized God. They believed God. They understood God. 
later on, it did not take long. They drew back away from God. If you find out later on there was a, someone born, praise the name of the Lord. Let me see if I can pick it right quick for you here. To be able to get my point. Someone later who was called Lamech. And Lamech, when Lamech was born, the Bible says uh, um, he took, uh, and of course this was the first civilization. By the way, this first civilization was made under that's according to the Bible. That's the first civilization. You read Revelation 5, you, I mean Genesis 4, you will know what I'm talking about. So Lamech, the Bible says, took two wives. And then that's the first time it is recorded that somebody took two wives. And then of course as you go down, you notice father and father are where they went from God. So they drew back. But if you notice, the Bible now speaks of uh, Seth who comes who came on much later and now the generations of God or the seed of God began to call upon the name of the Lord Seth to him was given a son and he called his name Enos and then and then men began to call upon the name of the Lord and this was really the spiritual seed now so today we have that those two seeds again. We have the, the, the other seed and then the spiritual seed. There are so many people who believe the word except the Lord and then they reach somewhere where they feel like ah, this is not for me. And then they draw away from it. And many times even you who is listening to me today you might have felt that way at some point. What was that? It was the devil speaking to you in your mind. But because you were a spiritual seed of God, the Bible says, we are not of them that draw back. Somehow something kept on holding Amen. For, for 16 years now. You know the devil has spoken to me many many times. Draw back. You can have a life here. You can have a life here. But somehow something kept holding on me. Let me tell you to a son of God, a daughter of God. The love of God will find you in the lowest hell. When you sit in darkness, the devil will preach to you everything he wants to preach to you. And then at the end of the day, then you will say, but even in darkness, the Lord is a light unto me. The devil spoke to Job and said, Job, cast God and die because you are going through a lot. But at the end of every agony and suffering and complaints that Job made at the end of the day, brother Baka, at the end of the day, he woke 
And then he said, I am not going to give up. And then he said, I know my Redeemer living. Who said that? That was not Job. Job was frustrated. Job had given up. But that was the seed of God in Job. We are not of them that draw back. Hallelujah. Amen. We are of them that believe to the saving of the soul. And I'm speaking to you this morning on no retreat, no surrender. Tell your neighbor, no retreat. Tell them no surrender. Hallelujah. Amen. This all morning, I felt I needed someone to preach to me. My wife was busy. And so sometimes I call and I ask her to preach to me. I so I called, uh, I will not mention the name, I called one of my friends. And I asked him to preach to me for a minute. I have but a minute. I told him I'm going to speak on this subject this morning. But I need someone to preach to me. So he said, preach to me. So immediately the Holy Spirit came upon him. And he preached to me for a minute. And then he shared a scripture and a few things he shared with me. And ma, I was really encouraged to preach what I'm preaching to you this morning. And one of the things he shared with me was out of Mark 9. And he read only one scripture out of just his memory. And he said, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible him that believes listen all things are possible that is God is part <laughs> that is God is part but then again he says to him that believes so he has taken his part and he has told him mine is permanent mine is here I will never forsake you I will never leave you I will never forsake you but you have to believe if you believe, then I am going to fulfill my power. Hallelujah. Amen. I said amen. And then he gave me a story. He gave me a story of a little boy. And, and, and he said there was a boy. You know, in this, uh, some kind of army. And they, they would go out to fight their enemies. And you know, then this little boy was trained to play the war, war drums. And you see, like here we know in Buganda and other cultures, we have different types of drum sounds. You know, when they are calling people to come maybe for a meeting, they will beat a certain type of drum. Uh, who knows the drum of, the, of war? The drum of war. Oh, 
I don't remember anyway. But then this brother told me. He said just like in our culture here. Well of course now it is you know slowly being degraded. By western civilization. But anyways. This young the brother told me. This boy was trained. To play the war drums. And you know he had to play it a certain way baga 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 meaning fight on fight on fight on lumba rwana lumba so now as their men went to fight the battle became tough the battle became intense and men were being killed blood was being spilled and you know they lost they realized the general the captain realized they were losing the battle he said no I can lose all my good men he said we are outmatched we are outnumbered and we are losing so he told the young man change the tune I want you now to to tell them to retreat. Tell them to surrender and retreat. And then the young man heard what the captain said. But he was according to what the brother told me. The young man the only thing he knew to do was to play. Baga 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 no retreat, no surrender. Go ahead, fight on, fight on. And as they were fighting on, they, they realized they were winning, not winning. But the young man kept on through all the suffering, through all the blood spilling, through all the pain and the, the cries of agony. He kept on bugger, 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 bugger. And there, their side won the battle. And the brother told me, no retreat, no surrender. I, I said, God bless you, let me go preach it to my people. And I'm here to tell you this morning, no retreat, no surrender. Sometimes the devil comes and tries to make you feel that you are going nowhere. He tells you you are going nowhere. There is no hope for you in Christ. It is nothing. It is just a religion. It is just a feeling. You know you can have another idea. You can follow after something else. But listen. The Bible says some will draw back. But he said I'm not pleased with those that draw back. And then he has said But we Are of those that do not draw back Who is feeling like me this morning When the devil comes And makes you so poor You feel you have no hope Maybe he comes And tells you even the church Even the church is falling I'm telling you the church is falling Don't you see Such and such is happening Don't you see this The devil will come and try to do anything he wants to do he will speak to you in your mind. The devil speaks through the mind. But God speaks through the heart. And I'm not following my mind. I am following my heart. Because God is right in there. 
And I'm determined not to give up. One time I spoke to my wife and I told her I said something that she has never heard. I said but do I have to be a pastor? Do I have to be a preacher? Can't I have uh, do this and this and this and be successful and do other things. And she told me, what? I didn't even know that you can say that. Because she was surprised. But those were not my words. Those were the words of the devil. That's what he wants me to do. He, he speaks to me, he speaks to you. But do you have to go to church each time? Do you have to sing? Do, do, do you have to, to, to preach, Brother Martin? For you are holy. The devil has never told you that. Do you have to preach anymore? Brother Luanga, do you have to go on the streets again? It's not necessary. You are just stressing and straining. Ah, to you, the devil has never told you. Do you have to be a Christian? Do you have to be a believer anymore? What is good about it? You are just straining yourself. But those are the voices of the devil. And I've come to you this morning with the voice of God. And I'm speaking to you in the name of the Lord. And I'm telling you, no retreat, no surrender. Hallelujah. We are not going to give up. I am not going to give up. Whether the devil likes it or not, I am going to preach the gospel. Whether he likes it or not, I am not going to change my zeal. My zeal is not going to reduce. I am going to continue preaching this message. Whether the devil wants it or not, the devil doesn't belong here. He belongs to hell. He can go to hell. I will preach the gospel. The devil feels bad about it. If you don't like me preaching the gospel, you know your side. But as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, I am called. I'm called to be a voice in my generation. Not a voice on the pulpit only, but a voice in my neighborhood. A voice around my friends. A voice everywhere I am. Listen, everywhere I am, in my life I am a voice of Jesus Christ you too are supposed to be that and the devil will tell us to surrender and to retreat and we are not going to accept it in this journey you know I want to show you something. Even the devil spoke to Jesus himself. Some of you thought, ah, pastor, you mean the devil has spoken to you that way? Brother Shem, you are now discouraged that the devil spoke to me that way. What about if I told you he spoke to Jesus the same way? I hope you still love Jesus. Luke 22-39 And he came out and went and he, as he was wont to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples also followed him. This was the moment when Jesus was about to die. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray that ye enter not into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them 
about a stone's cast. And kneeled down and prayed. Saying. Father. If you be willing. Remove this cup from me. It has happened to me many times. Father. Do I have to be the one to go through the pains? Let me tell you, there is no most painful job as being a pastor. I'm telling you the truth. I've been a pastor now for nine, ten years. And I'm telling you what I've experienced. You, you, when you are a pastor, to the people you are a superman, to the people you never have uh, trials of your own to the people you are this give of solutions to the people you never have any heartache but do you know how much pain we go through when you preach to somebody or when you preach to people and they don't change or when you preach to somebody and they walk away from the truth. As a matter of fact, somebody shared with me a verse of what Jesus told the disciples. He said if you, you preach and they don't accept you, if they reject you, shake off the dirt of your feet. Their days will be worse than the days of Sodom. That's a curse. Do you think it is easy for a preacher to curse somebody? That's the greatest pain any preacher would go through. Do you know the pain that a pastor or a preacher will go through when he's crying to the people? Don't go to sin. And then they go to sin. Do you know the pain he goes through? It is not my word. It is his word. I'm a messenger. I'm preaching what he's saying. But I'm also believing what he's saying. And I believe it works. Sometimes we pray for people. And the people don't get well. We don't know why. But we only know what he's saying. And as a preacher, you have to keep believing and preaching healing. You think it is not painful. Until some have decided to go and do some magic. So that we can show the people it works. But Brother Banam said even if I prayed. So I don't know how many people and they died. I would still believe in divine healing. And so what do we do? We have nobody to talk to. Nobody to encourage us. So what do we do? We encourage ourselves in the Lord. And, and, and look at what God has done. Look at the success he has given. And then we are able to say, because he did that, he can do more. Praise the name of the Lord. And here is Jesus. He knows he has to die. He knows that to give himself. But he thought to himself. He said this is difficult. For to do. And he went to God in prayer. He said father. This cup. Remove it from me. I don't want it. 
I don't want to die. I don't want to suffer. But then he remembered he was blessed here for such a time as that. And then he says, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Let me tell you, a real true genuine believer, Christian, will say, Lord, not my will, even Jesus if he was to use his own will as a son of God he was not going to die for you he himself hated the cross he didn't like it he didn't fancy it some of you think oh he came from glory and he was happy oh the cross oh give me the cross <laughs> I'm going to die for them no it was a very difficult time for him. it was very painful it was a time of agony fear it wasn't easy Say, but Lord, let's not consider my will. Let me look at your will. Even you now in your life, you are also given a cup. A cup of faith. The cup of faith is also not easy. And he wants you to take it and drink it all. But then, and even then, it, it takes pain, agony, self-sacrifice. And then you say, Lord, I don't want to believe this, but not according to my will, but according to your will. I will not give up. I will not retreat. I will not surrender. Let me drink the cup. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. <laughs> if Jesus, Jesus, our Savior, if it took an angel to come from heaven to strengthen the Lord of glory, what about you, brother? You need to be strengthened. I am God's angel to you. Your preachers are God's angels. The messengers on earth are God's angel to you. And that's why when you have trouble, I may not have what to say to you. But just come to the fellowship. Don't go away because you have trouble. Come to church and hear the encouragement and the strength of the Lord. And when you get strengthened, then you will carry on. Amina. I'm, I'm going to ask you for 30 more minutes. Of course, that's what I, I have to make one hour. So, now listen. In this journey, when you reach verses 43, he says, and there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being an agony, he prayed more earnestly. Being in an agony. And the sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling from down to the ground. 
Jesus was on that on that mountain and he realized that he was going to die being God he knew what was coming to him. he knew the pain that was coming he knew the suffering that was coming the stripes he was going to receive and he was in agony says father Take away this. Take it away. And then he realized it's a prayer which God will not answer. Since God said, Drink it. So he said, Oh, oh, oh. not according to my will, but according to God. I don't know what else he was praying. But he says he prayed in agony. And as he was praying, he prayed to the extent that tears were tears like blood. Dripping down to the ground. In this journey, to offer himself as a sacrifice, he got thoughts he got thoughts to retreat. But Jesus realized however much these thoughts were so tempting. He had a mission to accomplish. The whole human race was in his hands. And his actions would determine what next happens to mankind. He did not have to retreat or to surrender. And the devil would come and try to tempt him and say, if you be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. The devil tried to tempt him. To convince him. Please surrender. If he had made those stones bread. You would have surrendered. It would mean surrender. Don't do what the devil wants you to do. It may not even be wrong. But if the devil wants you to do it. Don't do it. Are you hearing me? It may not be wrong according to the Bible. But if it's the devil asking you to do it. Don't do it. Do what God tells you to do. The devil tried to convince Jesus to surrender. By giving him victory without fighting. By giving him the kingdom without the cross. The devil attacked Jesus. And he used three fronts. One, he used the, the last of the flesh. Turned his stones into bread. That's the last of the flesh. Your body wants food. You are dying. You need to eat. Turn these stones into bread. But Jesus said, Last of the flesh, get behind me. And then the devil came again. The pride of life. By telling him, Jump off the pinnacle. <laughs> 
Imagine, imagine, imagine the joy you will have. Church, uh, if you are jumping off a pinnacle. And remember you are promised. There will be no stone to, to cut your feet. So, it's going to be joy and spiritual. Imagine these people who skydive. One Russian friend of mine, brother, wanted to take me uh, to, to skydive from the, from the plane. But I told him uh, later next time. But you see, it, 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 I told him Skydiving or whatever, and you are going from down the pinnacle. You know, it's, it's enjoyable, and that's how the world is. The devil offers you things on a platter. On a silver platter. You did work for it. You didn't suffer for it. You didn't labor for it. You just get it for free. And you're like, yeah! And that's what the devil comes to each of you today, every day with. The pride of life. And some people, that's why they go to betting. Let me go and give what I have. So I can get a lot without suffering and fighting for it. And I'll drive a big car. And everybody will know I'm rich. Everybody wants to be rich. But no one wants to fight and suffer for it. That is not the right way. That is the way of the world. There is nothing good that you don't labor for. No one in the Bible got anything good without laboring for it. Even Jacob, he had to labor seven, seven years to get a wife. But in this generation, no younger man wants to labor to get a wife. They want to get everything for free. I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in bright price myself. I, I will not ask any younger man to give me money for my children. And you don't clap because you are big. The ones who should clap are now younger. But listen to me. For someone to take my daughter, it doesn't mean it's for free. Bright price is not the money you give me. What is that? What is that? that you have given 5 million, 7 million and you are, you are boasting, you think you are paid for a woman. Do you know how much I spent to take care of her? The much you have paid, I only paid it one year in school. That's why I don't believe bright price is the way to measure, uh, to measure uh, you laboring for your wife. 
Si mpera ntufu kugeragerenya mutango gwa mukazi. So if you want to marry. A believer's child. A child who is a believer. You must labor. Fuba before the presence of God. Masoka katonda. You labor. Fuba get the Holy Ghost. Get filled with the power of God. Be changed. And then you have earned it. And then not only that. Even if you are tongue talking demon chasing believer and you have zero shillings I will not give you my daughter you ought to be able to take care of her you ought to have something you may not have the whole world but get something to begin with and that thing which I value myself is vision a man must have vision you must have an ambition in life to marry someone's daughter but what is it the pride of life you want free things that's why younger men got fornication or to prostitution it is free the much you can pay prostitution is maybe 20,000 and these days they don't even buy the boys don't pay the girls are the ones who pay oh what an immoral generation but listen God is looking for younger men and ladies Amen. who can stand and say no to the pride of life whatever I want in my life I'm going to labor and get it I'm going to suffer for it I'm going to work for it I am going to earn it the devil wants you to do to surrender by getting the Pride of life. The last of the eyes. That's another thing he tempted Jesus with. He says, you see, bow to me and I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world. Now take it to America. It's yours. America, yo. This is yours. That Nero is yours. Yo. Riches and accumulation of wealth. Without God, he will take you to hell. Mm. Whatever you see, oh, I want that. I want that. You have seen a man with a good suit. And you really say, Ah, I must have it. But you're not ready to work. You're not ready to work. Work with your hands. Don't just see things and like it. From the moment I was a child, whenever I saw good things, I turned away my eyes. Not because I didn't like it, but because my heart loved it. But then my heart told me, your time will come. Many, many times, we would be going to church and a cow would pass and dust would come all over us. You are smart. And, uh, my, uh, uh, my brother, you know, Herbert, I was always, you know, dressed in those ties. remember? And I dressed properly. And with white. And I'm going to church. With my Bible. And I would always go very early in the morning. And then a, a tractor or trailer rather or whatever comes. And our roads are very dusty. Many of you know Namukozi Road. And then, you, of course, when it's coming, so you turn the other side. Side. 
And then by the time you reach church, your white shirt is really gray or red or whatever color according to the soil of the day. Many times we were almost knocked. I remember one day I was walking on to church with my wife. Yes, I married without even a bicycle. But I had vision. I had ambition. And so I married my wife. And we were walking to church one day. And she was pregnant for our first child. And while we are going to church, you know that there is this tree with big buttress roots. And I, I don't remember I was just walking and she was walking beside me. Don't lie yourself. You don't always have her hand in yours. That's the truth. Anyways, as I was walking and she was walking beside me and then she tripped on that, on that route. She was 8, I think 8 or 8.5 months pregnant. And, and she almost I had to rush and collect her. <laughs> And then she felt so bad because it was very difficult. Mothers, you know that. And, uh, and uh, we, we, I was like, should I take you home so you can rest? She said, no. We can make it. Let's go to church. So when you see us driving a good car, don't think we have not worked for it. If you want to drive a car, work for it. Labor for it. In the presence of God, not in the world. Praise the name of the Lord. The last of the eyes. Oh, look at a good house. But it is not yours. Calm down. Don't be like these so-called Pentecostals or believers of Christians. Who? Tell their people. If you see a good car, go and claim it. And, and, and you, you go to a man's car and you put your dirty hand. I claim it. If I find your mind, I just speak that is not, That's stupidity. You don't claim what belongs to somebody else. You, you don't claim what somebody claimed from God. My inheritance is mine. Claim yours. Where it came from. Where somebody's inheritance. Where somebody's good thing came from. It came from a father. Who cares for him. Who cares for her. That same father is yours. He has a bunch for you. Claim it. Dig deeper. Don't just surrender and walk away from God. Get into Christ. Dig in the well. There is a lot more in this well. For each of us. If we labor for it. But what did the devil do? The devil tried to give to Jesus. Everything. Without him working for it. The whole time this temptation was going on in the mind of Jesus. The devil tried to get him to surrender. And to retreat. But Jesus held on. He did not retreat. 
He was determined not to give up until he has finished the thing. I say, oh, what a savior. Oh, what a savior. He was determined to fight it through. Someone said one time, brother, don't give up. Amen. Amen. Let us run this race. But if you can't run, amen, you walk. But if you can't walk, you crawl. If you can't crawl, push yourself. But keep going. Do not give up. Do not give up. Oh my. From the message I in a door, Brother Banam says, What if the president would say, I come to take you and, and, and I have authority to do so and make you the president of the United States? You have to give it up sometimes. You have to give it up sometimes. You will become it. But you have to give it up sometimes. Sometime you will give it up. That's what you say. It is not for eternity. You will give it up sometime. What if the queen wanted to make you the queen of England? And you were the crown. You would have to give it up. But Jesus gives you a crown of life that we will never give up. An incorruptible crown of his glory. And we don't have to give it up. We don't have to give it up. He gives it to us. It is a blessing. It's the Holy Spirit that he wants to crown our life with. Hallelujah. Amen. And I have 10 minutes left and I want in this 10 minutes to talk about to you about Arnold, Arnold, the man of Switzerland. And when we were beginning our year, we spoke on this. And I will just talk to you about it by reading this quote. And I hope it is a blessing to you. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Here not long ago in Switzerland, standing up here in a big high house mountain, I was thinking about Arnold von Winkred, if you can e give us the quote Many of you know the, the story. What a gallant hero he was many years ago in Switzerland. And how that the Swiss nation was being invaded by a mighty army. And the cities were being taken. And the gallant blood of the Swiss people congregated from the mountains into the valley with such little weapons as they could defend themselves with. And he says, and when they stood there on the field and they looked approaching them when they were approaching this great army they were outnumbered 50 to 1 and they wasn't soldiers so they weren't trained they didn't know what to do but this army that was invading was well trained every man like a brick wall coming right in and when they were standing there with their spears moving up 
Lumba. When the great man stepped out, and his name Arnold von Winkred. And as he stepped out there in the presence, they were hopeless. Everything they could think of was lost. They would simply have to go down their homes be lost. Their homes are to be lost. Their fathers would be killed. The fatherlands would be destroyed. There was nothing they could do. It was hopeless. Your situation may also be hopeless. Like the Swiss people are not. But listen. Then Arnold von Wickred stepped out and said. Sweet brethren, this day I'll give my life for Switzerland and the homelands. He said, What will you do? He said, Down in the valley yonder is a lovely little home where my wife and the little children are waiting for me to come back. But they will never see me again. For this day, I shall give my life for my country. He didn't go to fight so that he can live. He went to fight so that he can die for a right cause. But Abraham said, if, if, if Jesus decided to take me to hell because of believing this word, I'll gladly go there if going there will please him. And so this man was ready to die. So what I'm telling or impressing upon you is you should be ready to die but for a right cause. Dying is not a thing. The cause you died for. Is the and so he was ready to die for his country. And as he said that, they said, what will you do? And he said, now, every one of you that's got weapons, come follow me. And do the best you can. Fight with what you've got. Do everything you can. With what you have got to do with. Hallelujah. And he screamed. He threw up his weapon. And he said. Make way for liberty. And he started towards that army. And he went right towards the thickest of the spears. And when he got right down to where they were. Hundred gleaming spears. They were ready to catch him as he came. He threw up his hands. And he said. I think by now he was almost mad. Make way for liberty. 
and he grabbed big armfuls of those spears and he threw them into his chest <gasps> and, we, and each one of those three soldiers followed behind him I wanted to see this hero taking all those spears shouting on top of his voice make way for liberty and taking the spears and all those other soldiers the Swiss people they begin to follow behind him he broke the enemy's ranks you know and, they, and he broke the, the, their ranks and they won a victory like has never been one before. And today, you can mention his name in Switzerland. And, his, and, and their eyes will color with tears. And their cheeks will flash for their hero. That was one of the greatest heroes to my opinion. In army life. But that's just a minor thing. People give up their lives for their country. For their sects. For their circles and stuff. Societies. But that's a minor thing. Good cause, but minor thing. But then here he says, and one day, the sons of Adam were standing defeated. The law and prophets and everything had failed. Every approach we had made had totally failed. And beyond in glory there was one stepped out called the son of God. And the angels said what will you do? He said I will go down and give my life. And this day I will redeem the fallen sons of Adam. And he came to Calvary. He went to the thickest of the spears. He went to the valley of the shadow of death. And he caught every dart of the and he pulled it down into his bosom and called for the church and he called for the church to take what you've got and do the best you can praise God on the day of Pentecost a rushing mighty wind fell out of the heavens above and armed every man with a weapon Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say you have a weapon. We are weaponized children of God. We are not here to surrender. We are not here to give up. We are not here to retreat. We are here with weapons to fight. Let me finish up the quote. Hallelujah. Amen. And I say to them, my brethren, that every man, I said every man, are you here? Every man, if you are here, you might as well respond to me this morning. I said to you, my brethren, that every man, whatever you have got, 
Whatever you have got, let's do the best we can with what we got. Let us fight to the last man. Let us fight to the last man. Because we got the enemy's line wrong. Christ defeated Satan. He stripped him of everything he ever had. And he has is nothing today but a bluff. <laughs> When he tells you, Bagamba. we can't have another old fashioned Holy Ghost outpouring of the Holy Ghost. We have it today because the lines of the enemy is broken. And God rules and reigns today. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Friends, it's our time to run behind our hero. We are weak. We can't overcome. We can't fight by our own. We can't do anything on our own. But let me tell you, we have a hero. Hallelujah. He has broke the enemy's rank. He's, he's, he's greater than Arnold of Switzerland. Ours is called Jesus. I said Jesus is his name. Jesus is our hero. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is not my hero. Rambo is not my hero. I don't know if there are some people who know those names here. Those are not my heroes. Mention some heroes in the world. Come on. Mention it out loud. Yes, come on. Museveni, all right. <laughs> Muhammad Ali, all right. Muhammad Ali, yeah, he's a, he's a hero. He's a very good hero. Come on. Muhammad Ali would be able to, to boast. Muhammad Ali, yeah. How handsome he was. How strong he was. How he was stinging. I watched a little bit of his game. Tell me more of the heroes you know. Gaddafi. Yes, Gaddafi was a hero. Come on, come on. Don't be ashamed to mention the worldly heroes that you know. Yes, Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon was quite a hero. Amen. Hitler, yeah, he was quite a hero to you. I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> Who? Milton Obote, yeah. To her, she was a hero. He was a hero. Do you have a hero in this world that but you know? What is that name? Kabaka Mwanga. Okay. To you, he was a hero. I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> give me more. Give me more. Huh? Malcolm X. So Malcolm X is your hero. Okay. Malcolm X is Now, Kale. all those heroes have, have lived in the world. And quite frankly, I don't refuse. They have been men that have been heroes in many ranks of life. And we give honor unto whom it is desired. Your hero may not be someone who's hero. And if I have a hero that you don't quite agree with, that's okay. It's just like political parties. For you, may tell me Museven is your hero. And Amiao, I may tell you is my hero. And that's okay. No problem. It doesn't take me or you to hell. <laughs> but, Listen, child. Listen to me. Those heroes are worldly heroes. And their heroism 
end is here are you hearing me it ends here that's not the kind of superhero I want I tell you it's just like voting it's just like voting and I, you can vote for whoever you want and listen church it is not a sin Voting is alright. And you can vote for whoever you want. But who you want should stand for the values you believe in. The reason we have a lot of things that are not going well in our society is, is because of the mind of the people, not the minds of the people who are voting. If they vote, if they see someone who, because he has dreadlocks and ah, yeah, yeah, they say, yeah, he's my it shows what kind of low mind they have and this person goes in power and he delivers nothing and we begin to blame our people in power that's why pastors and preachers have a lot of work we have a lot of work it is us who really should vote. And we don't vote by casting about, we vote by preaching to you, by changing your mindset. So that you can now put good people in power. But I'm not preaching politics. We talked about that because we're talking about heroes. And all these heroes exist in the world. And each of them have accomplished a few things here and there. But can I introduce to you my hero? His name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, I'm excited about my hero. He's the hero of heroes. He's the king of kings. He's the lord of lords. He's the mighty in battle. He defeated hell. He defeated the grave. He defeated sin. He defeated every battle that there is. He's a mighty overcomer. He's a mighty conqueror. He conquers every sin. He conquers every power of darkness. There is no sin he can there is no power he cannot break down. He breaks down every kingdom. He breaks down every spirit. He delivers everybody who believes in him. The Bible says they that believe in him shall never be ashamed. Hallelujah. Amen. You will be ashamed if you follow your hero. But this hero, you can never be ashamed. He can never ashamed you. He can never disappoint you. He will always be right on time. He will fulfill his promises. I say hallelujah. Hallelujah. He has never been defeated. Not even one time. Therefore, I am fighting behind him. I am not going to retreat. I am not going to surrender. I am right behind him. Where he goes, I'm going right behind him. I said no retreat. No surrender. How many can say that stand up on your feet? No retreat. No surrender. Oh my, all of us, one more time, let us say it. No retreat. No surrender. 
Let me tell you to do something you have never done. Lift up your hands. Close your eyes. Repeat after me. No retreat. No surrender. Now you said what I said. But while you still close your eyes, I wanted to open your heart. Think about your life. And say it out of your heart. With this kind of hero, is it worth giving up? Now say those words by yourself. While I say them also. No retreat. No surrender. Let us say it two or three times everybody. No retreat. No surrender. No retreat. Come on church. No surrender. No retreat. No surrender. That's a testimony. That's a declaration. Hallelujah. By that you receive strength to fight on. I won't know your one Oh, thank you, Let us first sing that chorus. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. Katuimboru Yimborugamba. Ndaira. Ndaira. Oyomana Gwendiga. As we sing those words. Sing it from your heart. The words with a wonderful meaning. And let us sing it really from our heart. And please join me and let us sing it together. I have heard how Christians long, long ago we are brought before. Do the best you can before they were told that he would spare their lives if they would renounce the name of Christ but one by one they chose to die son of God they would not deny like a great angelic choir sings I can almost hear their voices oh I pledge allegiance to the last with all my strength, with all I am, I will see to honor His command. I pledge allegiance to. Now the years have come. Sing it with all your heart now, please. And the years have gone. By the cause of Jesus, still goes on. Now the time has come to count the cause, to reject this world. 
began to embrace the cross. So one by one, let us live our life for one who died to give us life. Till the trumpet sounds on the final day. Let us proudly stand Oh, and boldly say I pledge allegiance to the land To the land With oh, my strength and gold I am will Now I pledge allegiance. Lift up. I pledge allegiance. With your hands lifted up if you can. To the land. With all my strength. And all I am. I will seek to honor his command. I pledge allegiance to the sisters' voices only. Oh, I pledge. Sing it the much you can. Oh, to the oh, oh, my strength. Oh, with all. I will see, seek to hold. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord, I pledge, I pledge allegiance to the brothers. Do you want to also join in? The brothers only. Let us sing it. Your voices. Oh, I pledge allegiance to the land. With all my strength, no retreating, no surrendering. I, I am pledging allegiance to you, Jesus. I will seek to, to honor. I'm not give up on you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I, I pledge allegiance to the land. All of us together, one last time.
his presence. He must be pleased with your worship. He's here now to strengthen you, church. To revive you. To restore you. To forgive your sins. Just tell him, Lord, I pledge allegiance to you. I will not give up. Yes, where Nothing Tata, 
Tira Mukama,
If you need to be prayed for and you feel you want God to give you power to move on, if the devil has told you to give up and you've lost hope and strength, I would want to give you an opportunity. If there is anybody like that who would want to be prayed for, as everybody is praying. As everybody is in worship. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm Oh, Pambatira mukama Oh Yesu Tata Pambatira mukama Umponye Pambatira mukama Eh wasitule Tata Ponye, <laughs> 